There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Morning after Timothy Michael McCurdy, Douglas Elvin Vaughn, the Plowhawk Action Jackson with you. Ken Strode is uh, doing his Monday uh, financials review for uh, Hubbard Corporate and mm-hmm. will join us if he has the time. I don't know if he will. There's a lot of paperwork. That's to do correct. As much as anything. It was kind of a fun email or text. I apologize. Three one four eight eight one TMA five. Another marvelous weekend playing bridge with my investment club on Friday morning. Followed up with my. Tennis match against Leslie and her deadbeat husband at OWCC. Can't wait to watch the ponies this week at SLCC. If you're not careful, Leslie will actually take you with her strappy in the cart barn. Okay, that's enough. That's from the self-made stay-at-home Ladue mom. (laughs) Self-made mom. Are there any other kind? (laughs) I guess maybe there could be. If you're like a mail-order bride, I guess you wouldn't be self-made. I feel like the self-made stay-at-home Ladoomom is like mm-hmm. a character from the creator of St. Louis Starter Packs, which, of course, as we know, is Jackson. Yeah. Jackson, are you texting in as the self-made stay-at-home Ladoomom? I knew a lot of stay- stay-at-home self-made moms at, uh, when I lived in that area. There is so. a phenomenon, and I don't know what causes it. I'm certainly welcome to your theories uh, on momtrepreneurs. And I don't, you know, I don't know, I don't know if if these LLCs are in the black or not. Uh, personally, if there was an opportunity to short them, honestly, I would. Uh, but momtrepreneurs are running wild throughout Facebook. They are. What are they opening up? Mainly boutiques. Uh, Jackson, do you see these things, or is this something that's only privy to? Well, yeah. To I me, as a 46-year-old father who, you know, looks uh, for Dallarice's posts. You know, there it's not necessarily brick-and-mortar shops, Igs. It's a lot of uh, selling, oh, selling wares oh, or yeah. other products out of their stuff home. like that. Not Tupperware. They're not selling Tupperware. I don't know if there's a big market for I designer Tupperware. I could Tupperware them out. Gave Mel mine to Doug, and he doesn't bring them back. <laughs> you gave me, like, little, little butter things that you got. That's my Tupperware. Country crock. I gave you three pieces of Tupperware. You lost them all. Sounds like there's a Sibian convention going on, like, on the roof. I did. A, oh. We not could be The Plowhawk and I, during the commercial break, heard uh, a whirring. Uh, and we are concerned that 
an air conditioning is about to fall through the ceiling of our janitorial closet. Could happen, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't just... know if the audience can hear it, but there is click. Jackson, can you hear it? Not at all. I think this Come in here and so, tell me if you can hear it. All right, I'm coming in. Ladies okay. and gentlemen, Jackson Burkett coming in the Michelob Ultra Studios. Fun. This is fun. You know, it's a good time. I think some guy's doing duck pointing out there. Oh, so there's work going on up there? Yeah, he's been it's around tuck, this building. Tuck duck pointing. pointing. Duck what? pointing. Duck pointing. Look, there's I, a duck. I said tuck pointing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but he's been in here for like two weeks going around with that big crane just up there just sanding the walls and stuff. Uh, Jackson, do you hear it? Yeah. Okay, that's confirmed. What can you do about it? It's coming from that wall or is yeah. it coming from the ceiling, baby? Fix it. Uh, sounds like ceiling in the uh, northwest corner up there. Well, what am I supposed to do? I don't know. That's up to you. I think yeah, that's the northeast like corner. Real old school. No, I think it might be northwest. Is that the northwest corner? How do you know Let me that's think north? about it. Uh, no, south is that way. That's correct. North is this way. That'd How do you be know the northwest that? corner. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Tip of the cap. Not How easy. You? How do you know that? I can't point out directions. Well, if you went into the employee lounge here and you looked that way, you'd see <laughs> Olive, right? Yeah. That'd be south. I thought Olive went east, east and west. It does. It does. So if we look at Olive, you're, you're looking south. That's right. So the other way would be north. How would you know you're not looking north? Because I know where I am. <laughs> He's moving all around with that crane. Yeah. Big Daddy Crane. My sister-in-law had a great job at a bank and left it to create an Etsy shop where she stamps people's names on the sides of books and sells them. She's doing six figures just on the books. It's insane. Oh. Doug, why don't we do that? It's a Larry like Thornton. Et Etsy gig. Yeah, we'll do that. I love Etsy. I shop at Etsy. What do they sell on Etsy? Everything. Everything. Really? Yeah. yeah. So an example of this on the bad side, if you've ever seen The Office, would be Serenity by Jan making candles and stuff. <laughs> uh, that would be like the bad end of it. And there's Jan funny. Levinson Gould. Indeed. Oh. Uh, and there's certainly some great examples of people having much success based on yeah. uh, that. But then the worst side of that is, again, Serenity by Jan, campfire <laughs> smell. Um, yeah. Well, a lot of people party. looking for a side hustle. Sure. Why not? I mean, God bless. Sell whatever you want. That's you got a rich the, uh, husband. You're sitting at home capitalism. doing nothing. You open a business. That's well, not, not necessarily all. Not, not everybody does. A lot some of people don't. If you got a rich husband, probably not. Yeah, some people are supplementing their income. you got a rich husband and you're just tired of you know, meeting the girls for cocktails at the club, you just open up a little because you know all your rich friends will buy it from you. So you just open up a little thing. Hey, girls, I'm selling uh, candles. Come on by. Hmm. I need some rich friends. That's what I'm missing out on. I'd like to introduce you to the self-made stay-at-home oh. Latuma. Sounds like a really legit... I've got some rich friends. It's very humbling. Be careful what you wish for. It makes you feel like a loser. What Los Ween will always uh, cite is the charcuterie board artists. Mm. And I will agree with him that that is kind of uh, fugazi. But, uh, it's what now? What was that word? Fugazi. Faye, it's not, it's not real. Shout so out Matthew you, McConaughey. What are you selling? A cutting board? N well, no. They dress up the boards with meats, cheeses, fruits. But how do you say Don't I'm you with you? do that yourself? I'm with Iggy. How but are they the, sending the meats and cheeses? It's the way it's decorated. Well, I think they do it IRL, like they come to your home. And yeah, I don't do you like that IRL? I don't There's like no way it, I'm no. having somebody come up and set my own charcuterie board. No. I don't need somebody to tell me how to set out some cheese and salami. Right. Well, then you wouldn't be in their customer base. But, you know, if you're having some sort of dinner party or even uh, like an hors d'oeuvre hour and you have a very nice, well-designed charcuterie board, it can be the star of the party. I was thinking yesterday, as, you know, my mind always wanders during the day and I think of things, just like I'm looking up Andrea Thompson nude 
Um, mm-hmm. I was thinking, what could I open up that would work? Pretty good 918. What kind of business? Yeah, I was thinking Iggy's Italiano. Iggy's Italiano. And open like a little grocery store with Italian delicacies, olive oil, thing that they, they have those on the hill. But then have well, David Oreos, a... Doug, remember? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Viviano's. And they, I think they that's the one I, yeah, I use. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but also have a deli. If somebody want to come in for a nice uh, hard salami sandwich with some uh, provolone cheese or uh, like Adriana's, nice roast beef. <laughs> they have all that on the hill. <laughs> but I don't live on the hill. No, Just because they this? have it on the hill, nobody else can open one. No, well, where would you do? Uh, yes, uh, Maryland Heights. Italian's amazing. Right. It's a lot of work. No, I'd have something else to do. Grocery store, you got to sell volume because the, the uh, you know, the profit margin is rather... Now, we're coming slim. into another Iggy idea. Are we about to shame any Italian eatery that's about to open in the next six to eight months? There'll be a new one in the six months in Maryland Heights. I mean, St. Maryland Heights really doesn't have any sandwich shops. They got a Penn Station. They got a firehouse sub they have that one subway. that everyone always talks about they have like one that everyone that ever talks sandwiches are like oh there's this place in maryland heights what the hell we'll find out what it is because i can't find one i felt like a sandwich last night i said i'm not going to subway i'm not going to penn station i'm not going to firehouse although i like you know taking care of the firefighters but they're too expensive it's like 15 bucks for a sandwich i think the best way to make to have the best chance to make a lot of money is something on the internet where the whole world can be your customer 100 percent Drop yeah. shipping and all that. And the Evola Express, that's the one everyone talks about. You know how you make six-figure incomes? Yeah. Is... Isn't it a disease? Ebola. <laughs> Vivola. V-I-V-O-L-A. Vibola. I said Ebola. Nope. Ebola. No, there's no B in the word. That's Ebola. Ebola and E. coli make a, a super virus. Mm-hmm. You could sell that, I guess. You could definitely sell that on the open mm-hmm. market. I wouldn't name my sandwich shop after that. Good morning. You're not Italian, and this idea sounds awful. Thanks. That's from Cuckleberry Finn. You know what gets us on Etsy, and I guarantee you people to do this make sick figures, is anything dog-related. If you're making dog collars, dog-like sweaters, anything dog-related, people will spend money on. And I bet you those are the people that are making a ton of money off. I bought those uh, those Nike uh, slippers that I wear. I bought those off Etsy. And Etsy isn't just ba- isn't it basically just other people selling stuff? Yeah, it's kind of their own per- people's own personal huh? craft store basically on it, that website. It's a fantastic website. James Carlton opened up an insurance store, Doug, He's and it's in sick. Webster Groves. It's, it's online legitimate. at carltoninsurance.net, and there's 319 five-star reviews on the Google page where you type in his name, and then all of a sudden, oh, my God, I don't just get his address. I get five-star reviews with people talking about their experiences with James and his staff. They rave about it, and I do as well. Five years now, four years now, I guess, of being a James Carlton client. Uh, 314-961-4800. Or go online at carltoninsurance.net. The Plowhawks client... I'm a client. Say, friends, why don't you become a client as well? It's James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. Go online at carltoninsurance.net. When you make the switch, they do all the work for you. You'll be thrilled when you make the switch. You will notice a huge difference, just like I did. It's Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. Uh, last night, uh, Doug, I barbecued. I have a Weber kettle. I'm a charcoal oh, guy. Gosh. I know you're not. No. Um, and I did uh, chick-a-deedle-dee. Chick-a-deedle-dee. Mm. Um, do you do breasts? Do you do legs? Do you do thighs? It's a good question. I was actually just about to address that. Anna Marie prefers the breasts. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, Thanks, Plato. Okay. And uh, then me and my uh, five-year-old, uh, we do drumsticks. That's what I do. Just like a good five-year-old would, I'm eating drumsticks. I like drumsticks. I like a thigh, though. I had 
Oh, I was I was getting to the Andrea's uh, barbecue sauce because you can imagine I just sopped it up in there. God, it's so good. I love it. Andrea's barbecue sauce, steak sauce for burgers, and of course Andrea's Steakhouse. Go to Andrea's.com, and if you want that barbecue sauce or steak sauce, go to Andrea's.com or Schnooks or Deerberg's. Danity Stack, you know Danity Stack, sure. right? Doug, he can bomb it. Danny. Yeah, I would say he's strokes gained off the tee. Might be struggling strokes gained around the green. I don't know that. I'm just it's a it's a feel I have. Yeah, I can tell you that. And you can confirm it. Yeah, his short game isn't great, but he can bomb it. Uh, he emailed me at three thirty in the morning too. So this was on his mind. Oh, uh, the way because I said last week that I, I I don't feel like I am good barbecuing with my Weber kettle, uh, chickadeedle dee. And he emailed me, and I was curious if you have heard of this, Siggy, because I feel like you are our official chef of microwaving chicken, not to cook it, but just to make sure that it is, you're not going to bring salmonella into play and to microwave it before putting it on. Doug, would you call it the griddle? Would you call it a griddle? Grill. Grill? Yes. You ever heard of that? Although some have griddles. No. Yeah. I mean, I've, uh, not on the grill, but before I put it in the oven, I fry it and I brown all the sides and I put it in the oven for like 40 minutes. But I've never heard of microwaving it before. No. I think that would kind of dry it out. Just not not very long time, and it depends on how much chicken, of course, you're utilizing. You can kill a lot of bacteria on food with a, just 20, yeah. 20 or 30 seconds in the microwave. So yeah, that could be around with that. And then I typed it into a search engine, and I saw that it is actually something that plenty of people do. That's why a lot of people are just going to the, the <coughs> air fryer. I'm the only guy in the world who doesn't like the air fryer. It says you, I mean, you can get crispy fries. I only fries use it to chicken. reheat fries. I can't get anything to come you up. You know what I use it for? What? Frozen salmon is the best thing ever. We do salmon Caesar salad, salmon oh, yeah? wraps usually once a week. And if you forget to thaw it out, you can just literally cook it in there for about 10 or 12 minutes with a little olive oil on each side, a little seasoning. Mm. It comes out perfect. Oh, does it? We use it for reheating like fries and things like that, reheating pizza. Yeah. We typically don't use it more so than that. I guess it all depends on if you're utilizing it as your oven or not, and I wouldn't recommend that. No. If you microwave your chicken, you are an effing cuck. That's the dumbest okay. thing I've ever heard, Danity Stack. Stop it, Stack. And that's from a chef. Mr. Siders is a chef? I thought Mr. Siders was Jackson's dad. This I guy. can confirm he is not my father. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think your dad just called Danity Stack an effing cuck? That, if, if, like, no, no shot. Unless someone... Well, Someone that had to seriously have news if that's happening. <laughs> That'd be so great. My dad was making burgers last night. Brushed it on with that Andrea steak sauce and the barbecue sauce. How do you do? Oh, really? And I'm from both sides. How do you do? You went over there to eat last night, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Sunday night. Nieces were over. Hang out. Okay. I'd always go over to my parents and my dad barbecue. Yeah, it's great. Free food. You don't tell them that's why you're there, do you? No, hey, but they know it's food, part of the reason. Yeah, you knock on some laundry, too. You knock out laundry while you're barbecuing? Well, I'll go to my parents' house. I'd knock out some laundry and then stay for dinner. Wherever I go to a family's house, I bring my laundry. I bet they love that. <laughs> but they absolutely what? love that. That's all you do is bring a bunch of laundry? Anything I can do to not go to my complex laundromat. Oh, yeah. man. We had my, uh, my great-niece Emma's uh, 10-year birthday party a couple Saturdays ago, and I just brought some laundry. In a big duffel bag or something? No, I got a basket. I just brought my basket. I said, I got some laundry to do. She's okay. Let me get my towels out of there. And I just, 
did some laundry Gosh. while I was at the party. Are you using their detergent, or do you bring your own? No, I use theirs. Nice. I, don't even have, I don't even have mine when I go to the apartment complex. I just take what's laying there. Oh, <laughs> Microwaving chicken is for self-made Afton moms. Stop it. I don't know that it is. Some Danny Tanner who's not happy with Danny Stack's email. But I get it. It's not going to cook it at all if you just do 20, 30 seconds, but it could kill all the bacteria. Like, wouldn't that yeah. be worth it to not get sick? Yeah, I'm sure. guessing that's it's got to be the reason if you're not cooking it. You're just trying to get as much bacteria out of there so when you do 100%. cook it you're getting the Ebola out of there and the salmonella <laughs> this new super virus is going to hit salmon, hard. Salmon, <laughs> salmon, salmonella with chicken I think yeah. yes. Yes. Okay. yes yes yeah, that's why we were talking the other day. I'm terrible at chicken because I overcook it because I'm afraid to undercook chicken I'm with you there eggs. wouldn't you think you'd get salmonella with salmon but is he talking about reheating chicken that's already cooked no I he's think... talking about putting it in the microwave before you put it on the grill eh ain't it I love Danny to stack, but that ain't it. Wouldn't but you think cooking it? Wouldn't I tell you, you think it would get crispier. It would get crispier because you got that uh, fat and that grease coming off of it in the microwave. So when you put it on the grill, you're gonna have that nice oily fat, which would probably grill it better. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to put. Fat I don't want to put a lukewarm chicken breast on the grill. I, I I feel like I just naturally want it to be fridge cold. Wouldn't the heat from seasoned. the grill kill bacteria just as well as you the would think? Microwave? But I guess if you don't get it to, I think 165 degrees is what you need with the chicken. Yeah. And do not use one of those bristle scrapers for your grill. Please do not do that. Yeah. Anybody who is still doing that, it's going. It's an issue. Yeah. You're going to be eating some of those bristles. Yeah. Do the not, little metal shavings yes, come off and do stick not. on the grill, and then they get on your food. I use my spatula. Just take it off. Set it on the yeah. porch and do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Using those bristle things are that's a nightmare. Especially the, the metal ones. Yeah. I got one that's almost like a Brillo pad on it. Don't do that. It's not. It's not. It's not big. Whatever you call it. It's, but if it's still, if it's got. It's metal very, shavings. I've seen stories that, that people no, have not, cooked meat not metal. It's not metal. Brillo pads aren't metal. Mm-mm. Well, Brillo pads got that. It feels like. What is it made of? It's well, it's got soap in it. I mean, it's like a Brillo pad. So you're not using big metal bristles. It's like yeah. a spongy material. But it's steel not. wool. Steel. Yeah, that's what you wouldn't want to use. Steel no. wool. No way. I don't know what it is. I bought it. It's it's not bristles. It's not metal. But it takes the stuff off. I just spray it with a little Pam first, and then I. Scrape it off. I like to okay. use those extra droppings and season it on the grate Ooh, for a while. This has become a cooking show. It is. With hot takes. We can do it all. Yeah. Salmon, like, salmon, you can you can't get that from salmon. Salmon you can eat medium rare. You don't need to cook salmon all the way through. Even with sushi, is it is it cooked at all? It has to be sushi grade fish though. Oh, but it's not cooked at all. I know where it? I get my fish, so it's I'm fine with it. Well, no, I'm just saying, if you're eating sushi, the raw fish is sushi grade, so it's good enough to eat raw. Who yeah, grades it? Uh, Bill. Oh yeah, we he's, get the. He's got a good or bad thing going. We get that. Uh, Bill's grades. Salmon sashimi. <laughs> eat that with some rice. It's weird because I don't think there is a scale for what is sushi grade. It's just like you either have it or you don't. I just take a risk like at HD any sushi talent. place I ever go to. Well, you have to screw it. You have to know your. Fishmonger, you have to know your butcher because you're taking. Fishmonger. Take- I can't wait to go to China. What's a fishmonger. <laughs> oh, you guys got a fishmonger. That's what it's right people you buy your fish from. Fishmongers. Oh, um, I don't like that. You, you have to know them. Why? To trust them, because anybody can just tell you. Oh yeah, this is USDA. Oh yeah, this is grass-fed. Yeah, this is. You're just taking their word for it. You now that you can't go look at a package and because it says on there what it is, you don't know what that's. Well, what could it you is. trust people at the big grocery stores? I don't know. 
the restaurants, have you seen Atlanta is having a huge issue? There is a big national story going on that Atlanta, their quote-unquote fine dining restaurant, they had, you know, people go undercover, order the fish, and then take samples of it. And they're selling $20 tilapia, but it's really like this trash $3 a pound fish that trash they're using. Fish. It is trash. literally trash no. fish. Oh, wow. It's a huge issue in well, just Atlanta now, but I know it's a national story. So there's a lot of people skeeting out on the uh, on the real meat and fish. So probably you bet uh, know your fishmonger. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name the company. <laughs> That's gotta be that the name of this, is real. The name of the segment. I'm know gonna, your fishmonger. I'm not gonna name the company. They've been they've been out of business for like 40 years. 40 uh, years. Well, you might yeah. as well drag them. But my my dad used to get all of his steaks there. It was a a meat shop in Brentwood, and he used to get all of his steaks there. We, he would barbecue every Sunday. Um, but they were also selling meat to St. Mary Magdalene. They found out the meat that they were selling to St. Mary Magdalene, I don't want to say it was dog or whatever it was, oh. but it was just not what they said it was. And they got shut down. Place closed down. Health department shut them down? Yeah. And I think they got a big fine, too, for what they were selling. I don't know what it ended up being, but it wasn't meat. <laughs> what could it have been if it wasn't I meat? Maybe dog. I don't know. Well, that'd be meat. It'd just be dog <laughs> meat. Yeah, but it wasn't hamburger. I think the moral way, know your fishmonger. <laughs> kind of suck because we know we had to find someplace else to get steaks. Yeah. Well, how do you know the steaks you were getting were Well, good? because they like not big they, dogs. Because they knew my dad. They weren't going to get my dad bad steaks. Well, you never know. If they do that for the kids, they'd do that to your dad. No, they wouldn't. What are you looking for, baby? Jackson, Jackson for, what's the problem? He's looking for something. You're looking for you the looking fan? looking for a boy? <laughs> I thought I left it. Uh-oh. Jackson's in the southwest corner of the studio. He is now in the southwest corner of the studio. Yeah, you got those if you want them. No, no. No, he's, he's southeast. And out he goes. Out he goes again. Uh, if you are looking to go to the south side, go to Ted Drew's. And you will go to either South Grand or Chippewa and enjoy the 30-plus flavors they have at Ted Drew's Frozen Custard. The one in South Grand is the oldest custard stand in the country. It was opened in 1931. I like the City Red. It is brand new this year. It's Ted's Vanilla Frozen Custard along with maraschino cherries, Dad's Scotch Oatmeal Cookies, and, of course... What else? Coconut Flakes. Oh. It's delicious. It's uh, Ted Drew's Cardinal Sin, Dutchman's Delight. They've got it all at Ted Drew's Frozen Custard. Check it out. We have the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today coming your way in about 13 minutes here. And then Jackson and I are going to get our asses ripped for an hour. No, you got it coming. Yeah, I think so. On 101 ESPN, you can hop into the YouTube chat there. If you thought Aaron Sitzies was banty, uh, Aaron Sitzies is uh, is nothing, Doug, in comparison to what you'll see at uh, the uh, 101 ESPN YouTube chat. They are not happy. They're not liking the trades? Just in general. Just always unhappy. <laughs> just not not particularly happy about the whole situation. I'll come down and break down the Corn Ferry Tour for you. I wouldn't no mind. one wants I, I it. I legitimately wouldn't mind that. Uh, Mentality is online at lowtusa.com. God, I got up at 2.20 this morning. I didn't fall back asleep. Oh, the worst. Oh, yeah, don't look at your phone. If you get up, <sighs> do not look at your phone. God, I didn't have anything to eat or drink after 6.30. I used the little wizard's room right before going to bed. I thought, Doug, there couldn't be anything that I would have to wee out. And then I, then my prostate started to tingle. Oh, have you thought about running a, a nightly catheter? That's not a bad idea, actually. It's a horrible idea. Been there, <laughs> done that. You don't want that. 
Uh, so uh, I do feel tired today. I don't think it's because of low testosterone. That's because I've been out to Mentality to get checked. You can get checked at lowtusa.com. Mentality is a local health care facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. The normal range for testosterone is large. If you have been to a doctor and they told you that you were normal without understanding the range or testing your free testosterone, it was not fully looked at, come get checked with Mentality. Testosterone therapy helps men regain normal function and restores their ability to perform normally at all levels, compete at work and at sports like you did years ago by working with Mentality at lowtusa.com. That is mentality and check out big st charles motorsports it's big st charles motorsports.com i-70 in the cave springs exit in st peter's disconnect from the daily grind with something far more powerful the oceans and lakes around you the yamaha 2023 wave runner lineup offers everything including the built for fun ex series the race ready gp series with performance enhancing technology and top of the line fx series chase a thrill or find an escape with Yamaha Wave Runners designed to bring you closer to everything you love about the water. Get your 2023 Yamaha Wave Runner at Big St. Charles Motorsports, located on I 70 at Cave Springs in St. Charles, Missouri. It's Big St. Charles Motorsports.com. Tim, can we get to Jackson trying to say species on Friday on Balloon Party? That's from the Foot Soldier. Oh, that was rough. I don't species. remember that. Just the word itself? It was the last. Five minutes of broadcasting I had to do that week, and I was—I I couldn't get the word. It's still tough for me to say. Oh, we might species. have found a roadblock. Species. I always try to throw an species? H. I, I, yeah. The H in there throws me off. Species. Species. There's not an there H go, in species, is there? But there's an H sound. Because it's spelled like, like species. Shitty. It's spelled like species. Group shacks. But species—it's just tough. Yeah, you, you put the sh on the I know, long I know, s. I know it's bad. Species. Yeah, that, that's a tough one for me. Like I have like mental blocks with. Why words were we sometimes. talking about species on Balloon Party? Uh, yeah. My final question for the Little Piddles Friday Six Shooter, brought to you by Angry Beaver. Yeah, it's sponsored now by Angry Beaver, <laughs> oh. sir. Um, uh, my question was, if you had to show the aliens, because this was in the wake of the alien uh, UFO uh, congressional hearing. Um, if you had to show the aliens one sports game to prove that we are a worthy species and so that they wouldn't probe our holes, oh. uh, which one would you pick? Mm. Which in itself, you know, the question, if you like it or you don't, it's not really germane to the conversation. I was just having trouble saying the word species, just like I struggle with b- bangles. Bengals. Mm. Doesn't, doesn't sound right. So yeah. that's the explanation. If the well, it's kind of wanted. an odd question you asked just in the first place. <laughs> well, what you know, sport would you show? No, no, no. Aliens? What game? What game? Like, what's the, what's the game you would show to say, like, hey, this is what humanity's all about, baby? What game? Sure. Like a. I was alarmed by the question, candidly. Listen, like an individual game, or yeah, like yeah. Game six of the 2011. That was World one that Series? I threw out there. Tim threw out the Miracle on Ice game. I thought that was a good one. And that would show people from. <laughs> Other plans. The outer cosmos that we've got our act together mm-hmm. and don't plunge our holes? Correct. That was the question. Even though showing hockey could be tough. Uh-oh. Well, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Red well, alert. Well, just in, like, principle, like, the game itself is kind of silly. Like, the idea of here's a big block of ice and a bunch of guys with knives on their feet and just kind of racing around with a puck. Skate, boy, skate. Right. So, like, uh, I feel like dry land sports might be our better option. 
Guys, I would show that game where Hicks threw the ball over a guy's head down the yeah. line in Miami. That's from Cadrian Ota. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, good suggestions are coming in. I think it was a good question. Yeah, good question for this crowd. I don't know how it went over on Balloon Park. Well, it didn't go over well, Iggy, at all, as a matter of fact. And they said that it was typical Ledoux. Once you get money, you get lazy. That's what the, the, that's what the accusation this, oh. was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, people can believe what they want to believe. I can't control people's feelings towards my work. I can only control my work. Yeah. Wow. That was eye-opening. That was like Tony Robbins talking to me right there. Would have been a good question <laughs> in some of my physical therapy sessions where most of the people have lost their marbles. <laughs> Maybe that can moonlight as that. <laughs> yeah. Supplement my income. Be a counselor. They'd hear that question and go, oh, sure, good question. Right. That's what I need. I need people mm-hmm. just pumping my tires and, uh, you know, keeping my arm loose. Yeah. <laughs> Man, with heat like that, I can't believe the 101 ESPN audience doesn't embrace Diaper Boy. Oh. That's from Stan the Caddy. Mm. Oh, Diaper Boy, the pipes. Boy. Yeah. Your pipes are leaking. That's what they were singing before the guy, the toupee salesman, got whacked in Goodfellas. Maury? Is that what Maury was singing? I think so. Mm-hmm. Oh, Denny Boy. Yeah. I think so. Very nice. Very nice. And then Joe yeah, Pesci got, got him with a, with a ice pick. Oh, yeah. Ice Spoiler. pick from, from the back seat. Right? Yeah, right in the back of the neck. Yeah. And he I thought think, he was going to get his money. I think can jo- I get my money? Yeah. I think Johnny Roast Where's Beef money? is the one who was uh, strangled with Mrs. Roast Beef in their pink Cadillac. Oh. Yeah. Do you think that guy had ever shut up? They, th- they found Frankie Carbone in the meat freezer. Yeah. And it was all based on a true story, right? Yeah, Yeah, but we don't know that that's how the people got killed, really. It's all all Henry Hill's memory. We had Henry Hill on one time. Did you? Yeah. Where is he now? Still a secret Yeah, passed away, I believe, right? Yeah, I think he just passed passed away. away. Yeah, he was doing interviews. Everyone leave my sweet, sweet Jackson alone. That's from Sweet, Sweet Kai. Thanks, Kyle. That's my guy. Um, Henry Hill died in 2012. Of course, Ray Liotta died last year that okay yeah really Oda wasn't very old either 61 I'm gonna go I'm gonna go a little older I'm gonna say 63 he died uh age 67 wow Billy 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 they used to sound old not anymore yeah that's uh, that seems young for a guy like him yeah. favorite Ray Liotta movie Goodfellas yeah yeah. It's going to be tough. Anyone who's in Goodfellas is probably going to be my answer. What was yours? Uh, I can't think of the name of it. He was, um... He was only briefly he was in a Field cop. of Dreams. He was a cop. Copland. No, these, this couple moved into a house, and he started stalking the wife and wanted to kill the family. Sounds like a Christmas movie. No, I can't think of the name of it. Identity? Sounds like a holiday thriller. Hallmark, you see that on the Hallmark Channel? <laughs> no, it was a... I mean, it's not on TV, but it was in the theaters. I waited until it came out before I went and saw it. But. Hey, Jackson, which Mizzou lost to a 15 seed when you show to the alley and yeah. Norfolk State or Princeton? That's from the St. Charles or Mafford. Uh, the Norfolk State team, like the Mizzou team, was better that year. The Princeton loss was more... Mm, no, boy, they're so both so gutting. Neither. I, I just take the probing at that point. I think the Norfolk State one was worse than this year. It was certainly worse, but like uh, the that was the first round game, whereas this was a second round game. It was a gift. We were supposed to play Arizona. Arizona lost to Princeton, so it felt like more of a gift to play a, a 15 seed in the second. round. But with round. Princeton, you knew Mizzou was beat about 
midway through the second half. Yeah, even before that. Before that. Yeah. Norfolk State, it was like, we're going to win this. We're going to, oh my uh, God. Yeah, it was, just, it was too close for too long in the Norfolk State game. The Princeton game was like, yeah. oh no, we're, we're getting slaughtered. Yeah. We can't miss and we can't grab a rebound. So, Did Ray Odom Boogie Nights? No. Did he play that father? Nope. No, I'm Boogie Nights. William H. Macy. Oh, he got cucked. Yeah. Was that a cucking? Was oh, a big time. Major cucking. Might have been the biggest cucking in movie history. It could be. He's right up there, for sure. And he wasn't happy about it. You know, I watched Fatal Attraction for some reason last week. I'm sure you've seen that, Doug. Yeah. It's a very old film at this point. 36 years old, I guess. Did... Glenn Close cuck Ann Archer? Well, I think so. No, it would she be, cheated with her husband. It would be Michael Douglas cucked his wife. When was this? Isn't Michael Douglas she was in cucked, 90? But <laughs> Michael Douglas <laughs> cheated on his wife, so Glenn Close just went along with it. Oh, this but, is a movie. This well, but she knew. Yeah, she knew, but... So she was cucking the girl. I think Michael Douglas cucked her, her husband. They both cucked her. Well, I think, the, I think the spouse cuck. has to be the one cucking. Oh, gosh, if we oh, could ever right? get a decent definition. The mistress is almost I, the cucky. Is that right? Oh, I would think right? so. The cuckus? Yeah. yeah, Glenn Close was the cuckus? Yeah. I need to get your rabbit boiled. That was the worst insult of it all. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on, Doug. I haven't even seen it yet. You haven't seen it yet? Well, what been movie out are we talking I'm about? I'm trying to find the name of this. Fatal Attraction. Fatal Attraction. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen that. Ray Liotta movie. That kept people from cheating on their spouses <laughs> for years. I watched The Time to Kill the other day for first time since the Winnipeg series. WPG. Oh, good. Man, <laughs> Wins good. per game. <laughs> Wins per game. <laughs> time to Kill is good. Oh, it's fantastic. Young McConaughey. God, he looks so good. Like, God. If I was a female, man, it just... Absolutely, I cannot believe. Well, Jackson, have you seen Ashley Oppen- Judd was Oppen- able to oh, compose sorry. herself. What's up, Oppenheimer? Was that good or bad? Good, good. You really. saw it? Yeah, I really, really enjoyed I, it. I hear some people saying they don't like it now. I mean, people are. I mean, that's just going to be the case all the time with movies. But yeah, I mean, the third hour gets a little uh, clunky, but it's really good. Stop it! It's in my divorce decree. It's not a cock. It's called cheating. Thanks. Mm. That's from Engine Joe's Cave Ride Magic Man. Oh, well, if it's in the marriage. Contract. Well, you're not getting married, so what does it matter? How do you know he's not getting married? We don't know he's that. been engaged for like 13 years. Well, five-year engagement? Well, five-year engagement is going on 13. They're just young lovers trying to make sure they're doing the right thing. That sounds like a Hallmark movie. 13 years engaged is the yeah. title. Five-year engagement with Jason Siegel. I don't know if I've seen that. Emily Blunt, who's also an Oppenheimer, full circle. Well, some people, if it's your second marriage or something sometimes there are benefits to be had by one party or the other to not officially get married to someone else such as alimony payments <laughs> smart business move mm-hmm. by the way before i start watching billions nice job, Miller. um last season did what's his name come back what are we talking about now the guy who used to be the lead in billions damian lewis oh. yeah is he oh is that a new season did he come back last season Doug? I don't know. I thought you I and know. I thought Tim and Jackson watched it. I've watched up to like season I three. I stopped watching. Yeah, I kind yeah. of fell out of love with it. Succession kind of really cucked it in terms of big white collar billionaire television. Yeah, it was, I watched it after Damian Lewis left the next season, but I didn't watch last season. But they you show you know commercials for it, and he's on there just his pictures. So I don't know if he's back or not. He was so good in Band of Brothers. And then I heard him interviewed, and he talks in this thick English accent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't it 
kind of odd that they wouldn't have gone for an, an American actor who didn't have to fake an accent the whole show. I, I mean, he must no, be a these actors, damn good actor. These actors to be able, are so good at... He sounded like he was from Iowa or something. Yeah. A lot of English actors do that. Now you have Gwyneth Paltrow who moved to England and then a week later was doing an interview and, hi, Charlie, good to be with you. Oh, and the guy actually said, the guy actually said, what, do you, what is that accent? I live in England now. Maybe you've been there a week. He started, he started berating her for talking yeah. an English accent. Like, just because you moved there a week ago, you don't have to talk like that. They probably don't like us stealing their accent. They're upset about what we did to their language in the first place. But it's pretty easy if you have a good dialect coach to change your accent. I don't know. I think it'd be tough. Especially a show that long. Gosh. They must have been filming that for a year or more. Yeah. He was good at Homeland, too. And I stopped watching that after he went, got killed. Oh, spoiler! Well, guess I don't have to watch that. No, he dies. He played Steve McQueen in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, he did. Yeah, wasn't great. Yeah, I could see that he looks a little like Steve. You didn't think the movie was good? No, I love the movie. I just oh. thought his part in it was a little weird. Wasn't in it very long though, right? No, he was just in it for that one scene at the Playboy Mansion. But he was just like, I don't know. He doesn't like Steve McQueen. It's tough because he's so legendary. That's tough to be like, oh, here's Steve McQueen. Like, yeah. same with like Burt Reynolds. Like, they got a guy to play Burt Reynolds. And he looked nothing or sounded nothing like Burt Reynolds. So it's t it's tough to when you're making movies about movies. Yeah, it's it's hard to play people who everybody knows what they look like. Yeah, it's the whole reason Air never didn't use Michael Jordan because how can you get somebody to look and sound like Michael Jordan? Yeah, you can't. Everyone knows what Michael Jordan looks like. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to decide who's going to win the July 2023 Design Air Heating and Cooling Email of the Day. If Brian Henschen wins, we have a one-game playoff. If anybody else wins, Buck Swope wins oh. the month of July, okay. presented to you by Design Air Heating and Cooling. And Young, I didn't really listen to today's show, but I do have a promo code, so let's take off our socks and get to it, shall we? Mm. That's from number one Asian intern Brian Henshin, but Doug knows him better as ASMR Killing Kittens 34, the explicit ASMR star to the stars. What's that? Not enough nudity in your Whisper videos? Well, drop your drawers and swing by his OnlyFans page, wherein they're hosting a quiet virtual orgy. This week's theme, the Roaring Twenties. Did you know Jay Gatsby, a.k.a. the Great Gatsby, was the original pornographic Whisper star? It's true. Look it up. The next five subs receive a free 12-hour trial, a pack of Swisher Sweets, and a carton of blueberries. Tap, tap, smash, smash, squish, squish, clip, clop. Is that a horse? Swoosh, bitches. Odd email. Brian Henschen. And Young. I need y'all to text Whisper Slut to 590-9203. It will subscribe you to a notification list, and you'll start receiving updates on, quote, cool things going on around town, unquote. Like this really cool thing where you pay $20 to put stickers on a bus. This other thing where if you're one of the first seven to ten people to show up for a McDonald's grand opening, you might receive some fresh ASMR swag. What a deal. Again, that's 5999203. Thanks and stay tuned. It's from number one Asian intern, Brian. Kind of an odd email. Brian Henson, point two. Let's hope you got another one. After Friday's show, my boyfriend... <laughs> Simon got me a gift card to swim with Buffett the manatee. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My colon is heavily calloused from years of friction, so we were not concerned about it getting ripped. 
We are heading down with a brief stop in Panama City Beach to stay the night at Mr. Lynx's timeshare. It doesn't have an ocean view, but he might get one someday. We will keep everyone posted on how our swim goes. Cross your fingers that I get some of that high-intensity penetration oh. and not just necking. Got a scoot. That's Doug's microphone shatter. Gosh. Doug's microphone shatter. I, too, have had some swelling in my pants. Oh. Kind of a cute story about the first time I got an erection gone fishing. Such a simple sign that we've all seen a million times. What I didn't know until my 18th birthday was what it really meant. Me and Uncle Skip pulled up to his drinking buddy Tony's house, and there was the sign. But this time it had my name on it. Gone fishing with Adolf. Skip could tell I was both excited and bewildered. He was like, yeah, buddy, it's your turn. You're old enough. It's time you learned about going to fifth base. With that, we drove to the bike paths that are now Kenrick Subdivision. But back then, it was the coolest place to go. Tony took me to a secret spot, a small little pond where I hoped the bass were biting. Up came driving a khaki stud on a team Murray Chrome BMX bike. Tony said, just like, like you were fishing and just watch the show out of the corner of your eyes. With that, the pretty boy just started pile driving Tony's backside with a ribbed prophylactic. It was so old that it was like Brillo pad. So he pulled out and finished with the five knuckle shuffle. Doug, this isn't the filtered file and it comes from Jackson. Adolf. Uh, and the middle name is Olive, and then his last name is his nipple. Adolf Olive Nippel. <laughs> and Young, the opening 20 minutes or so were fairly heavy baseball discussion, so you knew a Kenny Kane was coming, and oh my God, it took no prisoners upon finally making landfall in the final segment. What began with the sickest of flexes, quote, I shop at Etsy, unquote. <laughs> dovetailed immediately into a tale about how while searching for some fresh spanking content, he got distracted and began daydreaming. In this totally original idea that I had, there would be a nice little deli attached to a grocery shop so you could do your shopping, then bebop on over for a fresh sandwich. Yep, totally original idea. What's that? There are literally dozens of those on the hill. We'll stuff a sock in your mouth, Doug, because we're building ours in the crappier parts of town. <laughs> Anyways, come by for the Ebola special. Thanks. That's from number one Asian intern Brian Henshin, brought to you by Etsy. Oh, <laughs> Brian Henshin, brought to you by Etsy. And finally, Sadie Hawkins, Doug. The Cardinals dropped three or four to the Cubs. Mo got meh, returns for his deadline trades. Iggy cracked his phone. Nobody on the show has seen the chick Ghostbusters. Caller Adam is sending Iggy nudes. Aaron Sitzies is hyperventilating in the YouTube chat. But I think the lead is this Andrea John Thompson nude scene that Iggy found with the pop-up asking if he's jerking alone that his neighbor heard because for some reason Iggy's watching nude scenes in his breezeway. Just when I thought the fan page couldn't get any dumber, it had to go and do something like this and totally redeem itself. Friday night following the Cardinals' latest gut-wrenching loss, a fan pinner with the initials JS wrote a novel ripping Ali Marmol for pinch-hitting Brendan Donovan for Jordan Walker in the bottom of the ninth. Now, this was odd because we know from the report in Friday's St. Louis Sun that Ali Marmol had been suspended a period of one day's time. Is that a new report? Oh, we don't know. JS opened his four-paragraph screed with these two sentences. Tonight, reason number 59 why Ali Marmol is a moron. It's like that guy has never watched a single game of baseball. 
This is an odd line for someone who clearly did not watch the game closely enough to notice that Joe McEwing was calling the shots. Wait a minute. Did you watch it or did you not watch it? J.S. was prosecuting the wrong man, assuming Marmol wasn't pulling a Bobby Valentine only with a more sophisticated Mission Impossible-style disguise. J.S. proceeds to call Marmol the worst manager in baseball and an absolute clown. Mmm. Before declaring Marmol unqualified for his job based on a decision someone else made on a day that Marmol wasn't even at work. He's a horse's ass for doing that. Oh. That's from Buck Swope. And, Doug, that's what we have. Buck Swope. For the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. What you got? If Brian Henschen wins, we have a sudden death playoff. If anybody else wins, Buck Swope wins the month. Well, I don't know that Buck's premise is entirely accurate, that a manager who's been suspended is not still making the calls, or if Marmol makes the calls at all in the first place. So based on that, I'm not going to vote for Buck Swope, even though he had a nice email. I'm going to vote for Brian Henschen, brought to you by Etsy. Last <laughs> Brian, Brian Henschen to offerings. You took the words out of my mouth because you know, a manager can get a, a, uh, ejected and he's still calling shots from the round the dugout. You can get suspended. Yeah. You still are in the clubhouse calling shots. So mm-hmm. three-fourths of his email is false. Uh, for that reason, I'm going with Henschen. Wow. Brian Henson is forced to play off. Oh. It doesn't matter. Brian Henson won. I was going with Doug's microphone shadow. So Iggy sent Brian Henson to a one-game playoff for the month of July tomorrow. Okay, gosh, excitement. Wow, 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 wow. Usually you don't like his emails. Or typically you don't vote for Henson, am I correct? I voted for him a few times. I vote for the best one. I voted for Swope's <laughs> before. Um, You're a man of honor. I agree with Swope that it's a sewer, that fan page, but... <laughs> I haven't even been on there in months, right? Well, he's pointing it out. <laughs> Stuff's still going on over there. Oh, it's bad. Uh, congratulations, Brian Henschen. You and Buck Swope will go heads up tomorrow, Doug. This is going to be fun. It'll be legit. Uh, well, with the Cardinals out of the race, we have to drum up excitement that's right. somehow, and this is how we're doing it. Now, heads up. Henschen can only send in one, or can he still send in three for a heads up match? I think he match? do. Typical is what he always does. Yeah, it's like we really care, but I don't even know why I asked the question. Yeah, well. Jackson and I are going to go down the hallway. we got to deal with this situation. It's called Balloon Party. It airs on 101 ESPN. It's presented to you by Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. You can watch it and interact with the commenters on the 101 ESPN YouTube page. Uh, Doug, uh, that's coming up. Uh, who, you have a sound story today? I do. Yep. 12.30. 12.30. All right, there you go. That's coming up uh, as well. If you're interested in a sound story, go to mysoundstory.com to learn more. Time for us to shut it down. For the Plowlock for Action Jackson, for Kenneth Iggy Strode, for my brother Kevin, for Douglas Elvin, and Tim McKernan, this has been the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.